ready for its presents. You don't have to wait, cause every Monday we are back with a new episode of the show Crew Chat. Here's our host, his name is JT. Oh my god, this is Crew Chat and it's finally happening. Welcome, dearest listeners, to a very special edition of Creek Chat. I am your host, JT Money. Uh, we don't have Chucky B with us this week, because uh, this is a bonus content episode. Uh, we decided to take two weeks off between the end of Season 3 and the beginning of Season 4, and I thought, you know what? There's some special bonus features on these DVDs that I'm watching that I'm going to take some time, I'm going to look at them, and I'm going to share my reactions to those things with the Creek Chat audience, so I hope you enjoy this. Honestly, the DVDs are pretty light on special features overall throughout the entire series. Season 3 has some of the most. Uh, one of the ones that were promised here is a web link to create your own Dawson's Creek soundtrack. And the other is an interactive tour of Capeside. Uh, so I'm going to be doing things a little different. Uh, I think for the first time on 50 Rainy Quades at all, I'm going to be watching this shit live and reacting to it as I'm recording. So we're going to start with the web link to the soundtrack you can create. Now, check the DVD itself. I could not find an actual web link on there. I don't know if it was one of those things that you put in the DVD into your CD-ROM drive or DVD-ROM drive, whatever the hell, and it would automatically upload the link, but nothing comes up. So I did a little searching online and I found on an archived article from MTV.com, the website was www.dawsonscreekcds.com. Uh, that's a dead link. It doesn't take you anywhere. So you can't make your own soundtrack anymore. But this website does give you a breakdown of what the deal was. Now, we talked about <laughs> we talked about the, the soundtrack to the show in the past. Chucky B is a noted hater of the music on here uh while well, i am a noted lover there's really there's so many songs i actually still listen to to this day like beth nielsen chapman's say goodnight not goodbye uh sarah Sleen, my invitation there's shit from chumbawamba blink 182 savage garden i mean even theme song itself is a great song um but the first two cds were released as your standard kind of soundtracks here's the songs we're giving you buy them and love it but they went a little different with the third season in that you could go to this website and create your own soundtrack of up to 14 songs. Uh, and you had like over 50 selections to work with to create your own. But they also had some like pre-recorded or like pre-compiled soundtracks that they put out there that had certain themes such as Dawson's Picks, Joey's Favorites, uh, Pacey's Songs. And they also had Dawson Joey moments and Pacey Joey moments. So you could pick which team you were on. And then they had a most popular songs, which would automatically group the most selected songs from each month. So I don't know how popular this shit was. I don't know how many people were going on and making their own and what kind of shit popped up under most popular. But there's, so there's some on this website, they give some examples of what was on each person's soundtrack. So on Dawson's Picks, there is a song from Vanessa Dow, D-A-O-U, called Show Me. Uh, so I'm going to listen to that here real quick, or at least some of it in the beginning, and see if it just sounds like everything else on Dawson's Creek. Oh, 
okay, well, it's like some smooth piano and some atmospherics going on. It feels like, like like every song on Dawson's Creek, like it's meant for women in their mid thirties. Like, so I'm trying to think about this as being one of Dawson's picks. And like, obviously that would mean that Dawson would love to sit down and pick this song and listen to it. And it feels like a weird choice for him. Feels like a better Joey selection, maybe. It's kind of boring. It's kind of low-key. I'm going to turn this off. So, actually, strike one for what they're giving me. Uh, number two here from Joey's favorites, we've got Howie Day's She Says. Uh, this website here describes Howie Day as a college rock troubadour, which means this is probably going to suck. It starts out the acoustic guitar. That makes sense. Another song that fits in perfectly with the Dawson's Creek aesthetic. I feel like just immediately off the bat that this should have been Dawson's pick. So those should have been switched around. Whoever put this shit together. I mean, I'm not really paying attention or reading the lyrics, but it feels like, again, something that Dawson would be listening to thinking about Joey. So, all right, I'm done with that shit too. I'm done. Our final selection offered up to us by this website is from Pacey's Songs. It's called Underwater by Switchfoot. I hadn't heard of the first two. I think Switchfoot was a tooth and nail Christian band, but I could also be confusing them with another band who had a name that sounded exactly the same. So let's hear about Pacey. Okay, little angular guitar action. Oh, I don't like this guy's voice. I don't know what he's doing. I hurt you. I can't believe she knew me. <laughs> That's pretty much what it sounds like. So I'm going <laughs> to probably the best of the three songs, but I'm, I'm done with that too. So one more thing that doesn't come from the special content itself, but from this website. For the lazy folks who want their decisions made for them, never has lethargy sounded so good. Like, I'm sorry to expect that a soundtrack be made for me. And I can just purchase this as is. I didn't think that that was a lazy thing and I should be expected to go make my own fucking soundtrack. But for eleven ninety five, I can get the 14-track disc or buy one of the pre-assembled that they gave me. But fuck you, Joe D'Angelo, for implying that I'm lazy. Dumb bitch. Um, Alright, so let's move on to the interactive tour of Capeside. Uh, so we click on, this is on the DVD menu here, disc one. We got a map with a big old compass. Welcome to Capeside. And we've got, shit, eight different sections of town we can click on. I'm going to start up in the, the northwest with North Capeside. I don't know what this is all about. I don't know what happens here. Uh, gives me two locations. The roller rink, uh, one of Chuck's favorite locations. Oh. Okay, well, we're doing a zoom-in motion over the town, like this is Google Maps, and it had a little kind of sound, so that, that was fun. I hope I'm putting you in, you know, in, in my spot right now. So the rock and roller rink, let's hear what, when I click the link for that, what happens? Is it going to give me something to read? I'm hearing birds chirping. It's zooming in even further to the roller rink itself. Okay, and now a quote. And then you melt like this big blob of ice cream. Oh, and it's a clip from the roller rink when the girls are there. And Andy's talking about Pacey kissing her. And there's the quote that they gave us. And Joey's feeling that kiss from Pacey right now. Ooh. Well, as we all know, they're on a, a boat together right now. So she's probably doing more than thinking about those kisses. How, how long is this clip? Is it the whole fucking scene? 
Okay, that's done. Well, let's go to the second location in North Cape Side. Pure gold. Where the fuck is... What's pure gold? Well, I guess I'm going to find out here. Looks like a shack. I think I'm having a religious experience, is the quote. Oh, it's the strip club where Eve was pretending to be a stripper. Then where they got the clientele, or not the clientele, the talent for the strip club house party. Well, how about that? Well, that's it for North Cape Side. What's our next location? We're going to head on over to the Country Club in the Northeast, where we have, what are our locations here at the Country Club? Oh, shit, we got four up in here. We got the party. We got McPhee. McPhee is just a location. Uh, Freckling. Uh, is it Constance? Freckling? No, we're going to find out. And golf course. Let's hit up party, which is way north of the golf course, which that's the party I'm thinking of. It's a house. Rob Logan's party house. Ah, I'm not leaving until I talk to the bastard. It feels weird that they're highlighting this rape storyline that they did and completely dropped by going to the party. And they're showing us Andy and Pacey talking. Joey and Pacey talking to Andy outside the party. It feels like a misguided choice for an interactive tour of Capeside. So let's find out what the location simply called McPhee is. I'm going to assume it's their home. Yep, the McPhee house. So what scene do they give us here? I guess I just want to know that you're feeling what I'm feeling. Andy and Pacey talking in the car in the beginning of the season. Pretty sure before he knows that she cheated, but while he's already got an ill feeling. I mean, they're really picking some very happy moments to revisit here. This is so much fun. Freckling. Let's see what they give us about Constance. If it's not her hanging out with the drag queens, then I'm going to be super disappointed. The Spotted Heart. It's her most sacred blossom. Oh, it's dear old Hanky and Jen early on, and he's showing off his knowledge of flowers and talking sexy in Latin. Sweet, sweet young Hanky. Oh, he just got denied the kiss, and they cut off right then. That's fucking right. Let's go over to the golf course, where I'm sure it's going to be a moment from the party, but which one? Dawson is lost right now. That's the theme of the entire season. Ah, it's Joey and Pacey talking on the way to the party. I assume they were battling over his soul, and he's like, Dawson needs to get drunk and be stupid. And Joey's like, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Because she's not in love with Pacey just yet. All right, well, that finishes us up in that section of Cape Side. Let's head on out to downtown. Or again, we've got a number of locations. Let's start out with, ooh, it's Hanky and Jen's hot date night spot, The Bass. Henry, am I boring you? Oh, I mean, obviously it's going to be when he passes out. Classic Henry. Classic stupid, stupid Henry. The fucking shiny ass red shirt opened with those lapels over his jacket. Like, what a look. I don't think we commented on that. Uh, in the actual episode. Oh, he's about to go down. Oh, look, he looks so bad. He looks like a fucking vampire. All pale and shit. Gotta get that blood, Henry. Yep. Oh, there he goes. Oh, yeah. Pulls a whole dinner table down on top of him. Beautiful work. Where are we going next? We're gonna head over to Town Hall. Uh, let's guess that this is about Principal Green protest. It is kind of interesting getting a little bit of spatial awareness of this town. This whole thing has been blown out of proportion. Yeah, it's the opening of that Principal Green episode with everyone being super fucking racist. So, that's great. Alright, well, we're moving on to Market Street. 
It's not going to stir anything up unless we let it, right? A more recent moment from the season where Dawson and Joey are dancing around what the hell's going on right before Mitch and Gail's wedding. Healthy. They've had, they have a very healthy relationship. Moving on to the Rialto. The, the little picture thumbnail of it is showing the last picture show on the marquee. So what happened at the Rialto during this season? What am I forgetting? Not everybody minds being looked at as a sexual object. Oh, that's right. Andy and Rob Logan, that whole bullshit. Why well, we got so many references to Rob Logan in this little virtual tour? Andy is way too excited to be going out with this overage creep. Like, I forgot how appalling this really was. Joey literally just called him a creep to an exponential degree. Ugh. Awful. Awful. Leary's Fresh Fish, our next location here in downtown. This is you. Simple. Elegant. Beautiful. Probably my favorite scene in the entirety of Dawson's Creek right here, where they're at the anti-prom, and Pacey's talking about how the, the earrings from Dawson aren't her and that the bracelet from her mom is like when he whispers i remember everything Whew. that's why i'm team pacey and joey in the final location in downtown is the jail which will probably be when they're locked up from the party and pacey's bitching about dawson and joey are you gay too oh no that's jack's ex asking if dawson is gay oh that's one of the best ones they've done yet that was fantastic all right, we're headed out of downtown Capeside, and we're headed over to the docks. We're going to start out with the arcade. This has got to be a buzz moment. Ooh, there weren't birds chirping for this. Is a bell ringing when we're zooming in on the arcade location. If I buy you the stupid card, will you shut up for two seconds? Oh, yeah, definitely the Pokemon card moment. I liked the buzz angle in this season. It was good. Uh, let's head over to Doug's. I wonder if this is what Buzz is staying at Doug's. I sure hope so. This is not party of five. No, so they pulled that quote. It's when Pacey first moves in and he's running him down for his love of show tunes and probably Barbara Streisand too. Well, Doug, you're wrong. Pacey absolutely moves in with you. Here is a location simply called Welcome. Uh, welcome to Cape Side. What? Welcome sign. Are you insane? Oh, gotta be the kiss. Yep, I guess I forgot it took place right next to the Capeside welcome sign. Alright, next location at the docks is Pacey's Boathouse. Gotta be him and Joey making out before the christening of the boat. This isn't exactly the easiest thing I ever had to do. Yep, that's exactly what it is. And our final location at the docks is Pacey's dock itself. What's going on over here? I think I'm in love with you. Oh, it's the uh, the final scene of the season when she finally puts it out there and gives him his reason to stay. I do like that Pacey is dressed the part before he sails. And by that, I mean he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Uh, probably because American Eagle had them on sale for 35 bucks or some shit like that. But I shouldn't let that overshadow this very beautiful romantic moment. But that's the end of our time here at the docks. Let's find out what's going on in the next part of town, Capeside High School. We're going to start at the gym. Well, it's not when Pacey was jacking off in the locker room, that's for sure. Different season. What do we got here? Uh, in parentheses, applause, please. Uh, so that's when Dawson and Eve get caught behind the screen of his propaganda film. 
uh, on their way to doing it. And everyone is loving it. The band's playing. Mitch's looking stunned. Principal Green. I mean, he's obviously not loving this, but he didn't look pissed. That was good. Jack looked really enthusiastic about that. Mentoring. Pacey's meeting Buzz. I give you 48 hours, kid. Yup. This is when we find out that Pacey's just been teamed up with little Pacey. And now we're on to the cafeteria. It slipped out over breakfast. Okay, out of context, that sounds really bad. Andy's sitting down with Pacey and Joey. He's running away really quick. I have very little recollection of that moment, and that is fine. Let's head over to the theater. It's Six Flights. Did you know it's Six Flights? Uh, it's our main thespian, Pacey Witter, with these beautiful-looking fake sideburns that they put on. Let's head on to the parking lot. I'm guessing this is going to be Pacey's fight with Matt Caulfield. Ain't a whole lot of action in the parking lot otherwise. Dream another dream, cowboy. Oh yeah, it's Pacey being a tough guy. He's about to Alabama slam this motherfucker into the pavement. Well, they didn't even show the fight, just that quote. Alright, our final stop at the high school is the protest. A couple of these weren't exactly at the high school. They were at buildings off campus. Superintendent's office. In your frosted blonde dreams, Barbie. Oh, so Pacey and Joey talking about dreams. This is Joey telling off that reporter. Alright, so we're headed out of there. We're headed to what's being labeled as South Cape Side, but is not the southernmost option we'll be going to. So let's see what's happening there. Starting with the Mini Mart. I just wanted to say that I'm sorry. Ah, yes, it's the the camping, the Neverland episode when Pacey and Joey meet there and pretend like nothing happened, that they're sorry that nothing happened, even though something obviously is happening. All right, now we're headed over to the hospital. You? Anxious? Really? Ah, after Henry... <laughs> <laughs> After he passes out earlier, they have their jello moment. One of the first truly sweet romantic moments where they're both in agreement about where they stand. Oh, sweet little hanky. But they make it super sad by the whole quote is basically just her being like, oh yeah, when I went to this other school, Valentine's Day was when the guy I was dating took the girl he really liked out. Could have focused on a better moment there, people. Let's head over to Mitty's Park fuck is Mitty's Park? A girl could do a lot worse. Ah, Jack and Jen earlier in the season when they're out looking at the stars, the place where Jack sets up Je uh, Henry with Jen later. I got it. All right. The Jack and Jen angle kind of got, I don't want to say dropped during the later parts of this season after Jack moved out, but there's definitely less of a focus on that friendship, which is a shame. But obviously, as Chuck has said in the past, the Mighty Alliance will never die. So there's no worries there. Let's head over to the Greens. Ah, the Greens' home. Ah, they lived in South Cape Side. I didn't know that. I don't know why I would have known that anyway. Man, right up on the water. That's a good spot. I understand you and Nikki have become fast friends. So this is when he first goes over there and Nikki's his rival. It really is a shame that they didn't take the opportunity to explore... Even a better friendship between Nikki and Dawson, let alone not even touching on a potential romantic thing there. I think that is a damn shame. And our final stop here on the south side, the Witch Island Church. What moment are they going to give us here? Can we please just go home now? 
So this is obviously when she, oh yeah, so shit's going wrong, and Wendy Dalrymple and the Boatman are fucking with him big time. And they could have picked, like, you know, one of the sweet love potion moments in this episode, but no. Alright, we got two more zones left on the map. Let's start with the beach. That's a nice looking area. Let's start with the beach itself. What goes on there? Man, Cape Side's a big fucking place inexplicably drawn to something unable to resist oh it's gonna be aj oh yeah when they're out on the beach and she ducks the fuck out right after he kisses her man aj get the fuck out of here hang out with madison all right and we're gonna take a trip over to cape fest so you decided to show uh, is this is the first time we're gonna see ethan in this setup it is right at the beginning of this whole courageous ruse he was putting on jack where he really had no courage himself and made mac jack do all the work fucking ethan and our last stop at the beach is the professor's party viewing conditions aren't exactly clear so more aj bullshit obviously because it's professor's party and just again take this whole aj shit and get the fuck out of here i don't care i don't need another dawson on dawson's creek Alright, that's enough about AJ, hopefully. We're moving to the last spot on the map here, dear listeners, and it is the creek. Let's start out with something new to the world this season, and that's the Potter Bed and Breakfast. Interest, definitely interesting to see the geographic layout of their houses. Love is the hardest of woods. Ah, uh, so it's Graham's laying down one of her beautiful speeches from this season. Grams doesn't have a whole lot, but she's around, and what she does contribute is often very important. Last episode of the season being one of the more important things definitely inspires Pacey to make his move. Way to go, Grams. Fan favorite, Grams. We love you, girl. Now let's head to an old location uh, on the map listed as Old Fort. I've been trying to connect with who I was in the past, so... That's when Dawson's talking about how the fort seems smaller than life and he's completely lost. And this is really when he's starting to put together that it's Joey that is his answer, which becomes a problem for everyone later. So, good job, Dawson. His sideburns kind of look the same as Pacey's from the play earlier, except these are real. Uh, we're going to head over from there to Joey's dock. He told you, didn't he? So this is back right after Dawson, Chris Benoit himself, and asked Pacey to look after Joey. And Pacey's over there looking after Joey. And it, I, I pointed it out right in the episode when this whole shit started. This is a real tender moment. She's crying. She ends up crying on his shoulder. And this is the beginning of what becomes a beautiful friendship and eventually, potentially, a beautiful romance. So we're going to go ahead and follow the path from Joey's dock along the creek. To Dawson's dock. Pacey's this year's Paris. So the classic crying meme scene where Dawson tells Joey to go and follow Pacey because he knows that's what she really wants. It was good to see Dawson admit that he was wrong in the Paris situation because it was fucking selfish, dog. So good job here, I guess. Even though you do like threaten to take it back at one point, so how much do you really mean it? And the final stop on our interactive tour of Cape Side is right up the backyard from his dock into Dawson's house. You know, don't you? Oh, so we're ending on 
Oh man, uh, a scene of turmoil from the worst episode, possibly, most definitely in the show's history. The longest day. So that's that's great. Of course, the roll of the dice brings us to this moment where Dawson admits that he knows because Jen spilled the damn beans. That's really unfortunate. Dawson had to be that way towards the last few episodes because for the majority of this season, he was the best Dawson we've ever seen. But whatever. We got season four coming up here uh, after our true week off. So you can go and you can check out all of our past episodes over at 50randyquades.com. You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can go to Podcast Republic. You can go to the Facebook page. You can go to the Twitter page. You can call us at 1-900-CREEK-CHAT. It's $9.99 a minute. Jay Biggs is off the phones for the moment. He's a little bit too tired from staying up for too many phone calls. Chucky B wasn't here to host this week, but he's definitely man on the phones, and I'm going to jump on the phones next week when we're not recording. So y'all just call us up and give us that cash money, $9.99 a minute, 1-900-CREEK-CHAT. And until next time, and until we start off Season 4, always remember to never forget that we be creaking. Yeah, 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 yeah.